If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. We're getting into the dog days of summer, but I tell you what, the news is not slowing down. You may be going on your vacations, you may be doing other things that are... Uh, Involves staying inside as we're in the middle of this heat vortex, whatever you got going on. I'm glad you could spend some of your time today here on America's Healthcare Challenge so I, Sean McGuire, can help you understand some of the changes that are coming because I tell you what, folks, 2017, as we have indicated on this program, is going to be a massive year for healthcare in the country and in particular for you as it will affect your wallet. We're currently going through a certain program where uh, the Affordable Care Act has uh, been over two years, over halfway through its implementation. We're starting to see some major impacts on the industry, and we're starting to see all of the numbers and taxes and everything catch up, and that's why we have this show to uh, let you know about what's going on, what you need to be aware of. And I tell you what, the news this week that came out really caught my attention, and, and it takes a lot to catch my attention, it seems like, especially when you're spending all the time reading about this. I think I get immune to some of these things, but... Finally, after a year, we've been talking on this program of all the massive mergers and acquisitions happening in healthcare, in insurance, uh, in healthcare providers, and other things. And recently, this week, the Department of Justice decided that they'd had enough, and they are making a move in federal court through their antitrust division to block two major uh, deals in the health insurance industry. Healthreformexplained.com is the way is the uh, the show blog the uh, blog that I uh, spend most of my time writing on, and you're going to have to check out my column on there this week, breaking news about the department suing these insurers over these antitrust concerns. And we've been talking about this for over a year, and we're going to be playing an interview uh, here in a moment. Uh, we're going to be joined by Stuart Slonen, who is a contributor on this program. Uh, almost prophetically, a year ago, we, we talked literally in the summertime of last year about these changes no, everybody tried to sweep them under the rug. Everybody was busy keeping up with the Kardashians, but now it's starting to have a major effect on all of us. Since last summer, when the two announcements were made, federal officials had been determining how do we handle this situation because it's a $54 billion merger on the table between Anthem and Cigna, two of the large health insurance providers. Anthem, Blue Cross, Blue Shield uh, might, be, uh, might ring a bell, might make you understand that a little bit better. And then the other one, $37 billion between Aetna and Humana. This, folks, is going to take the five largest insurance companies down to three. And one of the things that they really tried to push in the Affordable Care Act was giving Americans access to health insurance by creating additional competition through these marketplaces. And we're actually starting to see the opposite happen. Now, the insurance companies are arguing that these deals are good for the consumer because it gives them more juice, so to speak, when they're negotiating with health care providers who are also 
going through their own set of mergers and acquisitions. But they said that this is uh, one of the main reasons why they're doing financial reasons, as it always is. But another thing that uh, really doesn't get talked about enough is how the incentives in the law are really are not lined up correctly for these insurance companies because, remember, they are for-profit entities. Most of them are. Some of them are not, and they have to make money for their shareholders. That is their fiduciary liability. And 80% of their premiums that they take in, which is how they make most of their money, individuals paying in premiums. Insurance is actually pretty simple when you look at it. Uh, 80% of those must go to claims and not uh, administration. This was a, a provision that put... Um, was put in place by the law. But what we found is that that limits the amount of money that they can actually make for profit uh, on their margins, as they call it. And some of are saying that they're making, oh, about 1% margin on it after everything. That's how much they actually take away. And so what's to stop them from raising up premiums? Because, again, they're only making a percentage of the premiums. So the more that they raise premiums, the more that they're essentially going to make uh, for themselves at the end of the day. Finally, though, an interesting point. This all happens prior to open enrollment, this legal legal battle, something that I actually think should probably happen. Uh, but it is uh, it is quite interesting in the timing, and we're going to have a lot going on in the fall with, with the uh, presidential election. Uh, obviously, going on, we had uh, one committee down. We've got one more to go. And everybody that I also talked to in the industry is saying that it's going to be a painful year as premiums are continuing to skyrocket and everybody will continue to receive what they call rate shock or sticker shock. So stick with me here on America's Healthcare Challenge uh, as we will be monitoring this, and we're going to be bringing you a series of, of programs here over the next fall into the open enrollment season. We've put it together. I'm really excited about it. Things like tools that you have to, uh, to make the best benefit choices for you. How does this affect seniors? What should they be doing? What do you need to be aware of with regards to network versus in-network as opposed to out-of-network. All of those things are some of the things we will be discussing here on the program. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Stuart Sloanen here on the program, and we're going to take a look at, at, at this tidal wave of mergers and acquisitions in, in healthcare. Lots of policy wonks like to say, oh, well, it's a lot like the airlines. Remember when there used to be a lot more airlines? What did that mean? Well, common sense said it usually meant that there was more choice and, and lower price. Um, could the same be the case for our insurance this fall? We'll find out next here on America's Healthcare Challenge, which is online, by the way, at facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, where you'll find this segment and others. <laughs> 